Welcome to Alter Everything, a podcast about data science and analytics culture. I'm Maddie Johansson, and today we're finally revealing our super special, super secret news that we've been hinting at. Alteryx has launched a brand new podcast called Data Science Mixer, geared more towards data science topics. This new podcast is going to be the perfect complement to Alter Everything. So if you're a fan of our show, be sure to head over to Data Science Mixer wherever you listen to podcasts and subscribe. So for this episode, I'm joined by Susan Curry-Civic, our data science journalist here for the Alteryx community. And she's going to be the host for the new podcast. I think at least some people listening to this will will appreciate was I had a Star Trek uniform Halloween costume when I was probably in fifth grade. So, and it was, you know, like a captain's, like, like Captain Picard's outfit. So cool. Um, Yeah. Susan is going to tell me all about the new podcast, including an explanation for why it's called Data Science Mixer, what you can expect as a listener, and then we'll wrap it up with a not so lightning speed, lightning round of questions at the end. So you can get to know Susan a little bit better. Let's get started. I am so excited about this because we are launching a brand new podcast and we've been teasing this a little bit and telling, you know, certain people here and there about it. And just Mm -hmm. overall, it's been hard to keep it a secret because it's so exciting and we can't wait to share it with everybody. But let's start with maybe an idea Mm -hmm. of the overall vibe because you're going to be our host. So I'd love to hear from you just kind of the vibe that you're going to go for with this new show. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, data science, people talk about it as the sexiest job of the 21st century and all that jazz. And, you know, truth be told, there are certainly some pretty unsexy parts of data science, (laughs) but there's a lot of very cool stuff and a lot of really fascinating things that are happening. It it truly is very cool. So I think, uh, you know, this podcast is definitely going to go for that cool laid back vibe, but we also want to retain, you know, a lot of the the really heavy and important and significant things that are going on in the data science field. So, you know, while we want it to be fun and relaxed and we're going to chat about drinks and food and we're going to have some awesome music here and there, we're still going to definitely offer a lot of depth and a lot of important topics to talk about. So super excited about having that mix of stuff that is cool and and relaxed, but also a little bit, you know, intellectually challenging and exciting. (laughs) Uh, So I think that'll be neat. For sure. And I, so you mentioned drinks and snacks. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. <laughs> so just, tell me more about that. <laughs> yeah. So I mentioned the mix of topics that we plan to feature on the show in our data science discussions, but we also want to go for that other meaning of mixer as well, which is of course, being able to use different kinds of mixers to make delicious beverages. Sometimes those might be adult beverages. So sometimes we might enjoy one of those on the show. We might also just have some coffee or some tea or some other kind of tasty drink. Um, And naturally, we have to have some snacks to go with that. So drinks and snacks will definitely be a fun recurring feature on the show. I can't wait. It's going to be like a little moment that people can take for themselves open, Mm -hmm. you know, like their favorite snack or order in like their favorite appetizer from their local restaurant, you know, Mm -hmm. pour themselves a nice cocktail and just enjoy that moment with the with you and the guest. I think that's going to be really cool. Yeah, it's work and play. Good good combination. (laughs) For sure. For sure. So as you know, and as our audience knows, I am not a data scientist, but I do consider myself as having a curious mind and data science is definitely one of those topics that really intrigues me. So what can I expect as somebody who, you know, isn't a data scientist? 
Sure. You know, I think it'll be a mix of levels of content. You know, we'll have some stuff that will be sort of at the the level of somebody just coming into the field, who's curious about the field, who wants to learn about the careers and opportunities and paths within the field. And I think we'll move from that all the way into more technical topics where folks um, will see kind of what's on the cutting edge and what's the latest and greatest research and possibilities and opportunities in the field. So we will get into some of those more technical concepts, but knowing that we're going to have all kinds of folks as listeners, you know, we want to be sure that it stays accessible and it's something that, you know, you'll still enjoy listening to. You won't feel like your brain is exhausted afterward. Plus, you know, you might be having a beverage in the meantime, so you want to be <laughs> sure it's, you know, still something that's uh, at the right level there. So yeah, it'll still be something that's totally understandable. We're, we're looking for guests who we know have a lot of great ability to explain things in accessible ways, to give examples that are familiar, but also really relevant. So it's really, you know, an opportunity to learn whatever level you're at with regard to your data science expertise. Awesome. That's really good to hear because, yeah, I, I, like I said, I love to learn about data science and I love to just engage with anything that is happening in that world. And yeah. I, as a podcast person, I love to listen to other podcasts. So this is awesome. And I'm excited to add it to my library of, of subscriptions. Yeah. yeah, for sure. For sure. I mean, and it's important to everybody, right? I mean, our lives are suffused with data science at this point, whether you're working in the field or not. So you know, definitely relevant. And uh, we want to make sure that it's available to everybody. That's a really good point, because it's not like it's just the people who are sitting behind a desk all day, actively practicing data science. Um, you know, as you pointed out, it's affecting everybody. Yeah, totally. I mean, most of the products that you're interacting with, anything that has a screen, probably probably at this point, has some sort of data science behind it. So, you know, you're you're sitting in a, a giant pool of data and algorithms, whether you think of yourself that way or not. <laughs> a really good point. Really good point. Um, so we talked about drinks, and mm -hmm. I'm wondering if there's going to be like any other interesting segments or anything else that I can expect from each episode. Yeah. So, I mean, drinks and snacks are important, but one thing that we want to have each of our guests visit is a, a segment that we're calling the alternative hypothesis. And so this is drawing on the term from uh, statistics and experimentation where you um, have to come up with a null and alternative hypothesis to test through your analysis. And what we're going to ask these folks to do is Think of something that maybe they hear from others about data science, like that sexiest job of the 21st century stuff, um, or something that you know is sort of common expectation or belief about data science, but our guest thinks that that is wrong. So we're gonna find out what they think the alternative correct view of that uh, particular belief about data science might be. Cool. Sometimes you'll read things in the news and you kind of have a feeling that maybe that's not the right take or, yeah. you know, if you're just not sure, it's always interesting to hear from an expert, um, somebody who's really well versed in the field, just share their thoughts. And it's it's fascinating when it, things completely are different from what you read or what you think is going on. So that'll be really, really cool to hear. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. And it could cover anything. You know, it could cover things about data science careers. It could be more technical things that these folks are interested in. So I'm really curious to see what everybody comes up with. Love it. That sounds great. So what are you most excited for? So yeah, you know, I'm just really excited about getting to have conversations with people who are true experts in various areas of the field. 
you know, data science covers a whole lot of territory. We could talk about cultural effects. We could talk about regulation. We can talk about policy. We could talk about every bit of technical um, elements in the field. I mean, there's just a huge range of things for us to discuss. So I'm super excited about having the chance to talk to those people. You know, as somebody with a background in journalism, one thing that I love about journalism is just getting to talk to people and getting to ask them all of my dumb questions, getting to ask them questions that I think other people are going to have and get answers. And so I think this is just going to be a super opportunity to bring some of those different aspects of the field out, to explore them with our guests, and we'll really just be able to peruse the entire gamut of data science topics with some really awesome guests. That's awesome. And and you mentioned your journalism background, and I'd love to hear, you know, why data science? And have you always <laughs> known that you were interested in this subject, especially from that journalism perspective? What about data science has made you want to dive deeper and continue to learn more? Sure. You know, I got interested in data science probably about four or five years ago and started thinking about exploring it more professionally. And so, you know, the way that I looked at it was in journalism, you know, I have some question, I have some issue that I want to explore. And so, you know, as a journalist, you have a certain toolbox of tools to do that. You can look at public records, you can go to public events and observe things. You can interview people. Sometimes people don't want to be interviewed. So sometimes you have to work around that. You know, there's there's this toolbox of, of ways of gathering and organizing that information to answer the questions that you have. And what was really exciting to me about exploring data science was suddenly my toolbox became like mega powerful <laughs> and super expanded because now I could take these huge data sets, whatever I could scrounge up from out there on the internet, public data and so forth, and actually analyze that data to find other interesting things going on. So that combined with the tools that I already had, I just thought was a, a really cool opportunity. And plus, you know, I think most people who go into data analytics and data science, you know, they love the problem solving, the puzzle solving, trying to figure out the best way to get the answer to a question. And so that that is also, you know, a form of investigation and digging into things. And so it, it really is very much in line with what professional journalists already do. So I was really excited to you know, build my own tool set for data by learning data science skills. And then things kind of escalated. <laughs> and now I write about data science and help others learn about it, which is really neat. For sure. Yeah. Whenever worlds collide like that and blend <laughs> together, especially when they're like your two passions, what better way to spend your time um, and, and what yeah. better person to host this podcast? So I think you're going to oh, be well, perfect. <laughs> <laughs> and so one thing that I want to point out to our audience, too, and just the benefit of having Susan as our host and having this podcast as a community driven podcast is just that everybody in the Alteryx community and most of our listeners of Alter Everything, they're all so invested in learning. And Susan, I want to hear from you just some other ways that people can continue their learning experience beyond just tuning in for the podcast. Yeah, definitely. So we talked a little bit about accessibility earlier, making sure that the contents of the podcast are available to everybody in terms of the expertise that's required to understand it. So on the community, we will definitely have some complimentary blog posts to explain certain topics as we go along. If there's something that maybe needs a few extra resources or a little more explanation, you know, you can watch for those blog posts there. 
We will also have some weekly challenges. And if you're not familiar with those on the Alteryx community, these are basically weekly, well, actually one way I think of them is if you remember back in school getting word problems, and if you if you were the type of person who really liked trying to figure out those word problems in school, you will love weekly challenges <laughs> um, because it's basically trying to figure out some complex situation with some data and figuring out the right way to manipulate and analyze it to come to a result. And some of them are for beginners and some of them are super, super hard and are advanced, but no matter what level you're at, they're amazing learning experiences. So definitely recommend those. And uh, we will have some that are related to the podcast content as well. So we're excited about offering those as extra learning opportunities. And of course, the community has discussion boards. So if you have questions or things that you would like to see followed up on, or you want to talk to other listeners and community members about these topics, there will definitely be places for those discussions on the community. Yeah, one of my favorite parts of community is when we put out a podcast or a mm -hmm. blog post or anything, really, it always will start some sort of discussion, whether it's just people yeah. giving it a like, you know, saying, I love this episode, you know, just trying to show their kudos. That's always fun. But even better mm -hmm. are the comments that we sometimes get. People just saying, oh, I found this really helpful or, hey, I, I heard you say something like this. I found this super interesting. What does everybody else think? And just <laughs> driving that discussion and really connecting with other people who are like-minded and who might be having the same thoughts that you are and maybe want to learn more. I think it's just so important and such a cool place to gather with those people who are also really interested in analytics and data science. Absolutely. Yeah. And, it, and it's just a cool group of people, too. <laughs> I mean, that's one thing as somebody who's, you know, still I'm in my first year, I guess, with the, the Alteryx community still for a couple more weeks. And it's just an, an amazing group of people who are really welcoming and friendly. It's not, you know, a bunch of scary, intimidating data science hardcore people who are going to be scary when you ask a, a beginner question. I think it's very supportive and positive. So I hope folks will take advantage of that, that really positive environment for continuing learning. Exactly. It, community has just been so essential to people like me who is, I, I'm, I consider myself kind of like a social introvert. So I, you know, I, <laughs> I like it's, exactly. It's like perfect because I, I want to socialize, but I also, yeah, I don't know, just community is perfect for that. So yeah. it's, it's great. I have a feeling social introvert describes a lot of us here. So yeah, <laughs> <That> <laughs> I completely sense. agree. Yep, exactly. <laughs> so I have some lightning round questions just so the audience can get to know you a little bit more. But before we get to the lightning round, I want to mm -hmm. hear from you your favorite memory associated with your favorite cocktail and or happy hour snack. <laughs> oh my. Hmm. <laughs> I think, I guess my most memorable cocktail was when I was living in Austin and I turned 21 and I was, you know, going back to the social introvert thing. I, not exactly a big party person, but I did want to go out and do something for my 21st birthday. So I went out to dinner with a friend at a Tex-Mex restaurant named Chewy's, which anybody who's been to Austin has probably heard of. <laughs> and I ordered a margarita and I got carded. Those were the days when I got carded. <laughs> and she checked my ID and was like, oh, oh, happy birthday, <laughs> and then brought me my margarita. And it was just, you know, a momentous event for somebody who grew up in South Texas to have their first, you know, like legal margarita at Chewy's with some chips and salsa, of course. So yeah, that was yeah. an exciting moment. <laughs> that is awesome. And is your birthday in the summer? When it, Was it warm out? Yeah, it was end of summer. Yeah, okay. September. 
Okay, cool. So yeah, I just am craving summer. I'm right now I'm looking yes. out my window in Denver oh. and it's snowing right now. And I just yeah, the idea of being it being warm out being in Austin, having yes. a margarita with chips and salsa, that sounds absolutely incredible. It does. It does. It's actually snowing here in Oregon today, too. So Is it really? <laughs> yeah, it's amazing. That's crazy. How cool. Awesome. So I have some lightning round questions. Are you ready for the lightning round? <laughs> okay. All right. Okay. <laughs> Beach or mountains? Oh, mountains. Okay. Yep. Desert or rainforest? <laughs> oh, these are hard. Uh, <laughs> oh, they're all so good. <laughs> That's really good. I'm going to go desert. going to go desert. Okay. Okay. I do um, like water, despite those two answers. <laughs> <laughs> right. Not into okay. water. Well, I guess, yeah, South Texas. I could see yeah, that. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Okay, so tell so I know that you have a dog, but yes. tell us about your dog and his favorite activity. <laughs> oh my gosh. So we have a mini Aussie named Emerson who is two and a half years old. And gosh, his favorite activity is trick training. So we have trained him to do some pretty silly, cute tricks. And he loves to work. Being an Aussie, he would rather work than do just about anything else. And when I get out the training stuff, he's just like, oh my gosh, here we go. All right. <laughs> and he gets this focus that's almost scary. Like it's super intense. But the trick we've been training lately is called selfie. And so he pops up on my shoulder and looks toward my hand where eventually I will start holding my phone so that we can take selfies more easily. It's really cheesy. <laughs> no, that's so cute. It's really cute. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, everything that I've seen posted of him or whenever he like pops into your camera when we're having team calls, it's just oh, it's, it makes my day. It's really cute. He's great. Mm-hmm. He's great. Yeah. He we have some similarities in terms of our our workaholicness and yeah, it's it's funny. <laughs> yeah, I guess people do resemble their dogs in more way than just like physical appearance. So For sure. Yeah. <laughs> That's cool. Okay, have you ever been out of the country and if so, what was the first country you visited? I have been out of the country. The first country I visited was Canada when I was about three years old. I don't remember that trip, unfortunately. I have been back to Canada since, but my grandfather lived in Canada and I'm actually, random fact, actually a dual American Canadian citizen. So yeah, so I went to Edmonton when I was about three, but I've only seen pictures. Sadly, I don't remember that trip, but I do love Canada. <laughs> That's <laughs> Canada's great. Canada's awesome. Yeah. yeah, yeah, definitely, awesome. Would you rather be able to speak every language in the world or be able to talk to animals? (laughs) Well, the training would be a lot easier if I could talk to Emerson. I would have to go with every language in the world. Languages just really fascinate me. I was one of the weirdos who like actually enjoyed learning grammar in different languages. And I've studied a few different languages over time. So I just, it, it continues to amaze me that you know, somebody can say something in one language and then we can say it in another language and it means exactly the same thing. Like that sounds so basic, but it's just amazing to me that the way that languages have formed and yeah, it's it's super cool. Yeah, no, for sure. And which languages have you studied? <laughs> Don't ask me to speak any of them. <laughs> but over time, I've taken Japanese, Spanish, Italian, and Arabic. That's so cool. What Would you say <laughs> that you could speak didn't you say that you could speak another language too, or like you can, you know, a few words? Oh, I just know a tiny bit of Welsh, like 
two words I can say off the top of my head. <laughs> That's so cool. Yeah, it's my grandmother was Welsh, so yeah. <laughs> Got it. Okay, that makes a lot more sense. At first, I was like, "That's so random," but <laughs> <I know. laughs> yeah, my mom used to go um, to South Wales during the summer, so that was our our family connection there. Amazing, love it. <laughs> Favorite holiday. Christmas, definitely. I used to be super into Christmas. Like I wrapped all the family's gifts. I did all the decorating. <laughs> like it was, it was a big deal. So yeah, I do really love Christmas and Christmas food. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. It's a great, great sure. answer. <laughs> Favorite junk food? Gosh, pretty much any kind of pastries or sweets <laughs> like that. Bready sweets. <laughs> yeah. Carbs. Yeah. So yeah, lately we made we made the King Arthur flour recipe of the year, which was the perfectly pillowy cinnamon rolls, which is also fun to say. And they were amazing. So I can make those every week and probably eat the entire pan. They're delicious. That sounds so good. Yeah. I think I remember you sent a picture of that and it, they looked absolutely incredible. Um, yes. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, anything carbs. I'm just right there yeah. with you. Yep. 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 <laughs> Last Halloween costume. Oh my God. Um, or it doesn't have to be the last one. It could just be like me <laughs> most memorable from your childhood or anything like that. Well, one that people, this might date me a little bit, but that I think at least some people listening to this will, will appreciate was I had a Star Trek uniform Halloween costume when I was probably in fifth grade. So, and it was, you know, like a captain's, like, like Captain Picard's outfit. That's so cool. Um, yeah. My mom, my mom sews. So she actually sewed the costume for me and yeah, she indulged my crazy Halloween requests when I was a kid. So it was very sweet. <laughs> I love it. I love it. And I know we're nowhere close to Halloween, but if anybody had a costume similar or any sort of like Star Trek costume, you should definitely post it on the community and share a photo yeah, from their so childhood. Cool. That would be so fun. That'd be adorable. <laughs> okay. Favorite extracurricular activity? Hiking. Definitely. That's what I would pretty much rather do. Then just about anything is be out on a trail somewhere far from the crowds, out in nature, preferably with the dog. Especially Oregon. Yeah. I'm sure there's a lot of really cool trails. Oh, there's so much. Yeah. That goes back to the, the mountains question earlier. There's so many miles of trails. Just incredible. Love it. Love it. Favorite ice cream flavor? I think my favorite at the moment is the salted caramel core Ben and Jerry's flavor. I forget what the other ingredient in it is, but it has just this chunk of salted caramel in the middle and it's just so indulgent. It's so good. Oh, yeah. I love those core ones. <laughs> yeah. So, so good. good. The other one is, oh, it's not ice cream, I guess, technically, but Tillamook here in Oregon makes a toasted coconut gelato that's incredible. Ooh. So, but if we buy that one, we have to be careful here at home because we have to make sure that the toasted coconut on top is divided evenly between the two people eating it. So it becomes, <laughs> you know, a little bit tricky. <laughs> yeah. You always have to gotta be fair. The, yeah. Got to break out the data science for that one. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Which Hogwarts house are you? Oh, oh gosh. What is it? Ravenclaw. I think is what I came up with when I did the sorting hat thing. I could totally <laughs> see you being a Ravenclaw. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> kind of predictable. No, that's great. I feel like we should probably take a poll on the community of what that would be Hogwarts fun. house. Yeah. Yeah, that would be good. I could totally see a big chunk of our community being Ravenclaws. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> um, okay, if you could travel back in time, what period would you go to? Mm. 
<laughs> my very practical answer to this question is, do I have the affordances of modern medicine and, <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> and antibiotics and so forth? <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, I was, I've always been fascinated by the Elizabethan era, and I actually at one point was going to become a Renaissance literature professor and specialize kind of in Shakespeare and Renaissance poetry. <laughs> That's so cool. So, uh, random facts. So, yeah, I guess I, I would be interested to see, you know, a performance at Shakespeare's Globe in person. You know, that would be pretty incredible. Totally. I, I completely, completely agree. I think that that would be really cool. And I could see you doing something like that as well. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> cool. So what is a place that you most want to travel to? Oh, well, my my goal for sometime in the next year or two when it's possible again I, I would really love to go to japan you know i mentioned earlier that i took japanese and that was actually my first year of high school and ever since then i've wanted to go and you know i i had hoped to go this year 2021 but maybe it'll be next year <laughs> and that's okay but that is definitely someplace i've dreamed about going for a very long time so hopefully that happens soon awesome all right, so my last lightning round question, it's a little deep. We don't have to get too deep if you don't want to. Um, <laughs> but oh what inspires you? Ooh, hmm. One thing that I have always found very motivating is the prospect of finding out something that, it sounds a bit pretentious maybe, but finding out something that nobody else knows yet. Oh, cool. <laughs> and, so like being being faced with a brand new data set that nobody else has really gotten into yet or when i was doing research when i was in academia you know when i first got finished with data collection and i had it all sitting there and it was like okay nobody else knows what's in here and now i get to find out <laughs> mm -hmm. you know and I, I still experience that every time it's like okay input data you know and i i get that tool onto my alterx canvas and there we go it's it's still just always a really exciting moment to get into that exploration and start to to find new stuff so yeah that's that's pretty inspiring to me i guess absolutely it's like those political thrillers when they stumble upon the clue that's gonna like crack the case wide open it's exactly yeah. the same thing i totally get yeah. it <laughs> yeah for sure for sure <laughs> Cool. Well, Susan, thank you so much for giving us the inside scoop. Um, and I can't wait to hear all of the incredible interviews that, that you have with that, with that podcast. Yeah, absolutely. We're going to have a really interesting lineup. So I'm looking forward to sharing that with everybody. Thanks for listening. Subscribe to the Data Science Mixer podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, YouTube, or wherever you listen to podcasts. We've already published the first episode, and what's cool about Data Science Mixer is at the end of each episode, Susan is going to read off a cocktail conversation starter, which is basically just going to be like a question for the audience. So to participate in that, make sure you subscribe to the podcast on the Alteryx community, so that way you can chime in and share your thoughts. There will also be two custom weekly challenges, complimentary blog posts, and other resources that will help you reach your full data science potential. Cheers! Awesome. I will cut it Ooh. there. Was there anything that we should? <laughs> I got psychoanalyzed. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> no, that was fun. Um, that those was... are great questions. <laughs> okay, good. Yeah, I just Googled like lightning round questions and I picked out a few and that kind of got the ball rolling. But I just thought that was such a good way of getting yeah. to know you. Like I learned so much about great. you, even, you know, even knowing <laughs> you. So that was really cool. Well, good, good, good. 